What is up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching only the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about whether or not repurposing content is a good idea. Essentially, this is where you are creating one type of post for distribution on multiple platforms. That's what we're talking about. Is it a good idea? And um, the general consensus over the last few years has not only been that it's a good idea, but it's like one of the best ideas that you can do. And I think the reason why is because about five to 10 years ago, it was just so much easier to grow organically on almost every single platform, like truly every single one of them, Um, obviously, right? They just had less competition naturally. And I think the general consensus was if you just mass post everywhere, you can gain huge followings. And because there wasn't so much content on each one, the content didn't need to be as curated to each platform because... Uh, you know, people weren't as picky. Nowadays, uh, one of the really common ways to multi-purpose your content, and it's an excellent way if you can figure out a way to do it. I've talked about it in the past. Is that right now uh, the the three highest organic reach places for social media posting is Reels, TikTok, and YouTube Shorts, and these are all nine by sixteen content. So if you can create 9x16 content that works in all three locations, it's an excellent marketing strategy. Uh, One of the best marketing strategies that you can do organically. But to have content that goes viral on one of them, uh, just one of them by itself, is a lot already. And to have some kind of piece of content that goes viral on all three uh, is, is a total other thing. I think a lot of influencers are finding that it's totally easy for them to do because really like their value is just that they are in the video. (laughs) So, you know, whatever they're doing, whatever dance or, you know, whatever is, um, you know, still probably going to work on multiple platforms. There's other companies such as mine, you know, most coaches are going to struggle for their information to get across on all three platforms. If you're teaching really serious stuff, then on Reels, that it might make sense. YouTube Shorts, it might make more sense. But TikTok, they're not really open to learning about you know nutrition um, in that way. Um, it's not to say that they're not open to learning about nutrition, but maybe it's not delivered in as much of a professional way, or it's delivered in a completely different way where they just do a straight-up TikTok dance or something and give the information that way way. A post catered for each individual platform usually does better. So I'm going to still talk about the ways that multi-purposing content is a good idea, but largely the, the main point of this episode is I think a lot of people come into it thinking that they're going to create one post that will go on Facebook, on Instagram, on Pinterest, on Twitter, like it will be the same post in so many different locations. Or the most common situation right now is people putting their TikToks on Reels. And we're going to spend the last portion of this episode talking about that. That is going to be by far the most relevant thing to what I'm talking about today is, you know, putting your TikToks on Reels and where I think things are headed over the next year or so. Some of the other places that is good to repurpose content 
your Instagram posts going onto Facebook, that's a great way to do it. You really don't need to do much modification. If you're putting your caption or your hashtags in the caption on Instagram, then that's not really how you do hashtags on Facebook. So you might want to go over there after and delete some of the hashtags. I'll also say that comments are more likely on Facebook. So if you want to change anything about the post, asking a question on Facebook is a lot more effective than asking a question on Instagram. In fact, uh, I saw a stat the other day that asking a question doesn't help that much. Uh, Like the engagement on posts that don't ask questions is typically higher. Uh, So don't rely on people to Uh, you know, respond to your questions on Instagram. If you're getting it to work, then great. But I think a lot of us can relate that it's always been like a tip, like put uh, questions in your captions on Instagram, but it's such a non, you know, uh, commentary platform compared to some of the other ones. Even TikTok is super comment friendly that it just doesn't happen as much. So, but, but for the most part, the content can be the same and usually the caption can be the same too. Those are just a couple little tweaks, but Instagram to Facebook. The other one is if you want to screenshot Twitter quotes and put those on Instagram, those can work well uh, in, in most cases. The thing is whether or not that content is still relevant to your Twitter audience, I'm not sure. Like when I create like Twitter posts where I am you know, talking about Instagram tips, like Twitter does not care about Instagram tips, right? So a lot of times I'll just put it on there and I'll screenshot it just for the sake of creating an Instagram post. But if there is some kind of way for a Twitter quote to make sense on Twitter and to make sense on Instagram, then there's another good way to multi-purpose content. Any kind of nine by 16 overlap that you can do, you're gonna want to be taking advantage of with the reels or the TikTok or the shorts. However, if you are a brand new business, like a lot of you are, and you have not even established your content strategy on your main platform, which is most likely Instagram, please do not think that you need to go start your TikTok or YouTube right now. That is far from what you need to do. If you haven't even gained your first few hundred or thousand followers on Instagram, please don't think that you have to do these other platforms if you feel like you're overwhelmed. If you're not overwhelmed though, then that's when you can consider repurposing in those cases. Uh, I'll mention the podcast to YouTube again, but uh, refer back to my previous podcast episode so you can hear some of the struggles uh, for why the content is a little bit different at the end of the day and some of the changes that you might need to make, some of the different edits uh, in order to make the content friendly for each platform. And But apart from that, let's talk about the last thing here, which is the most common thing a lot of people are doing right now, which is taking their TikToks and put them, putting them on Reels. This works extremely well. I've been talking about a lot of Reels recently. Um, I'm going to kind of let you guys know my opinion on it, but I'm going to be very clear with you that this is purely my opinion. And um, feel free to DM me and reach out to me what you think about this. I am going to be experimenting um, off of this idea coming up here with my reels. But for me, I am now actually retiring from TikTok in a social media marketing sense. And as far as posting stuff on there just for fun, that's only so important to me. I think I've really done a lot of TikTok posts just for the sake of really trying to find, like figure out the platform. Um, For me, teaching Instagram tips on there 
has not worked nearly as well as teaching them on Instagram Reels, as you can imagine, uh, to the point where it's one thing that if I was repurposing the, my Reels onto TikTok, but what I kind of realized I have been doing is more, I'm just taking TikTok trends and turning them into Reels, which I still think is a phenomenal way to do it. It's a very easy way to just always find a trending audio and then just fit your brand's message into it. It still isn't easy because if you're doing like the lip sync videos, they take a lot of uh, trial. Like I I usually take multiple takes before (laughs) I'm cool with it. If you're doing like a song or you're doing a dance or literally most TikToks do take multiple takes and they can take a lot longer than you're thinking in general, but they're based around the trends happening on that app. And not everyone on Instagram is on TikTok. So I'm kind of finding that overall, that since I have been making TikToks and then repurposing them on Reels, which has made me make TikTok-friendly content, you know, primarily to put on Instagram, which is much more so my important platform, I kind of realized recently that I'd probably do a lot better if like if I thought of like TikTok isn't even a thing for my business. So what does Instagram want from me in the reels department? And it kind of hit me in the last couple of days. I was like, I actually am going to change my reels strategy. And uh, I'm not going to necessarily recommend this for a lot of you. Like I said, this is an opinion episode. And if you want to see where it goes from here, I actually did decide to rebrand my account with this uh, upcoming you know, content change. I changed my Instagram handle from Derek Vidal, my name, to Social Bamboo, the company. It's actually Social Bamboo underscore because Social Bamboo was taken and they won't respond to my DMs. And that's actually why I didn't do Social Bamboo before, even though I wanted to. It's because I didn't want to do the punctuation. So I was like, I'm going to do my name, but for various reasons that aren't important to most of you, so I won't even get into it, um, I just decided that separating my page from my name and making it more about like my company uh, was just something that I wanted to do. So you can follow me on Instagram now at socialbamboo underscore rather than Derek Vidal, which is my just personal page. So don't follow me there. Follow me at socialbamboo underscore. I'm essentially going to make my content more professional um, while still being helpful from here. And so far, I've made it more humor-based, like, you know, TikToks and, you know, being kind of goofy and then, like, just adding value in the caption. But I feel like when I add value in the piece of content itself, rather than relying on you guys to read the caption, I can provide a lot more value and it's just a lot more professional. So overall, I'm just making this decision because I have been playing the game of you know just copying the trends. And um, using trending audios is a phenomenal way to get at least a few thousand views. And it's a phenomenal way for uh, you to just always have ideas for content. Uh, and I think it's gonna. It's that has been very sustainable for me. I'll say that too. Uh, it's just been easy to kind of scroll through reels and just save audios. But I know for me personally, uh, it's made me scroll on TikTok for a very long time, uh, multiple times per week, looking for the next audio to do, and then I find it, and then I do it, and and then I re-record it and then I don't even know if I like it anymore because it's just so goofy 
and um, it's just not fully me from here. So I am going to be more serious with my content uh, starting tomorrow. I'm going to be, well, I guess it would be today that the episode comes out. I'm going to post a more serious reel. Um, so you guys can go check that, that out if you like, but I will be using my professional camera rather than my phone. And I will be just putting out very serious and helpful content on reels and seeing how that does. And hey, if I adjust my strategy going back to the dances and stuff a little bit, then whatever. I have been doing pretty well with the the views on my reels recently, just using trending audios and such. But it just kind of hit me where I'm like, you know what? I don't really like TikTok uh, that much. I, I I turn into a consumer way more than a creator on here every time I come on here, whether I like it or not. And it's just wasting a lot of time for me. And I get like the whole, oh, the TikTokers are about to be you you know your ideal client in five years, so build your brand now. Um, but I am fine just staying in my lane right now and. As soon as I cut out TikTok, I'm like, oh my God, my Instagram Reels approach has completely changed. And and that's also kind of what sparked me to come out with a multi-purposing content episode because I think it's one of those things that just like hiring an agency or delegating, there's so many things like that in business that sound like the most beautiful thing ever. Oh, just hire someone else to do the job for you and they'll do it better at a lower cost Uh, or hire this agency and they'll make ads for you that work immediately Uh, You know, there's so many things like that in business that sound so amazing, um, but typically don't play out as easy as we think. And multi-purposing content, I've tried it in so many different ways. And in a lot of ways, it's hurt me because it still does take a lot of time to translate one post from one app to another app. There's so many little intricacies that still happen, even if you don't change the core piece of content itself. But ultimately, content designed for the app itself because each app is different the the mindset that people come on these apps is different if you can find content that makes sense on multiple platforms you should absolutely multi-purpose the content every time but you know put yourself in the followers position go on tiktok scroll through like 20 posts and just kind of think like if my post came up you know, is it TikTok friendly? And for a lot of you, that answer is yes. So please keep going and doing that. Um, but for me, I was kind of realizing that a lot of the con, like I could be putting out so much better content on Instagram Reels that was more designed for that audience if I wasn't trickling it down from TikTok. So I'm going to change my strategy for a little bit. It's just something to consider. Look at your business and say, is there anywhere that I'm trying to multi-purpose content too much that I'm essentially just posting content that shouldn't uh, belong there or doesn't do that well? Uh, One last example here would be like an audiogram from a podcast. If uh, you're a podcaster, uh, you guys know these two. uh, Even if you're not a podcaster, you've scrolled the feed before and you just see like a a post that's just a moving audio wave and nothing else. And then if you click it, someone just starts talking and you're listening to a snippet of a podcast. And I don't know about you, but I rarely listen to those because it's just not designed for Instagram compared to that next post that I'm going to see. That's so much more what I'm wanting to see on Instagram at that time. So a lot of times when people try to multi-purpose content, they end up just killing their engagement on these other platforms just to say that, oh, I saved time by making one podcast and then I had a team that took, you know, chopped up my podcast and turned it into a blog and turned it into a YouTube video and turned it into reels and turned it into audiograms and Twitter posts. 
um, and it worked everywhere. It, it's really difficult to do that. So uh, for that reason, if you find it really difficult to do uh, and to delegate or to scale this process and it's more of a headache than it's been helpful for you, just kind of know that it's okay to cut out platforms that aren't doing well for you and just focus in on the platforms that are. That's usually a much better traffic strategy. Uh, in general, when people think we need more social media traffic, they think about adding more platforms. But just be smart with it. Really be analytical. How much is this really doing for us? And what is the true potential that we can see here? And uh, if you're getting a lot of results in one area of your business, then it might just be better to double down in that area rather than trying to chop up your content and try to put it everywhere. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Later this week, we will be doing an episode on why your Instagram giveaway didn't work. I know a bunch of you have tried to do Instagram giveaways and so many of them uh, don't work out there. So I'm going to be going over some of the common reasons why if you've tried to do this before and you didn't really get that many followers from it, why that may have been and some tweaks that you can make because giveaways are a phenomenal way to build your customer base on Instagram with highly targeted customers. And we're going to be talking about that on Thursday. So I will see you then.